Now that we're in ordinary time and back to wearing green, I do want to mention that back in November, back in November, I made the prediction that come the next time we're wearing green, i.e. today, the Packers would be out of the Super Bowl, out of the playoffs, I mean, and the Vikings would be in it. So I'm right, if you're following the NFL. I was right two months ago. Today, the Vikings are in the playoffs, and the Packers are at home in their pajamas, maybe wearing green, just like I am, but nonetheless, not in the playoffs. Everyone, I do want to mention also that for the last six weeks, I feel like John the Baptist has been in nearly every single gospel we've had. Of course, he is the preeminent figure in Advent. We got him a little bit in Christmas. And now, even in ordinary time, the very, I guess, second Sunday it's called, ordinary time, we're back to John the Baptist. Now, I want to mention that the very first public identification of who Jesus is comes from John the Baptist. And it's a very specific title that John the Baptist announces as to who Jesus is. He says, Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sin of the world. John the Baptist says that Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Now, if we were to ask most Catholics, what does it mean to say that Jesus is the Lamb of God? I bet many of us might say it means that he's kind. It means he's gentle like a lamb. Now, don't get me wrong. Is Jesus kind and gentle like a lamb? Yes. But for John the Baptist to say that Jesus is the Lamb of God is saying so much more than just that. So let's try to figure out what exactly that means. For the Jewish people, to be the Lamb of God, to be a lamb, is always equivalent or connected to the forgiveness of sins, right? Because in the Jewish worship, the way that sins were forgiven was by sacrifice. And there were all kinds of Jewish sacrifice, pigeons and doves, goats and sheep, grain and lambs. And when you sacrifice a lamb in Jewish worship, it was meant to reconcile the one who was offering the lamb with God. That is Jewish worship at its core. Sacrificing a lamb equals forgiveness of sins. Now that's the backdrop because we know that John the Baptist's father was what? A Jewish priest. Where did he work? The Jewish temple. What did John the Baptist's father do? He offered sacrifice. He offered lambs to God to take away the sin of the world. That's what Zechariah did. And now his son, John the Baptist, is saying, there he is. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Now that also then everyone takes us one step further. One of the ways that the Bible describes sin, and I know we don't like talking about sin, but we have to. Otherwise, what we're doing this morning makes no sense. One of the ways that the Bible always describes sin is by describing it as a weight, as a burden, as something that is heavy on oneself. Now, I bet if we're really honest with ourselves, when we're stuck in sin, 
That's exactly how it feels, doesn't it? It's a weight. It's a burden. It feels like something is on us. Now let's connect the two. If Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, it means that he is the one who lifts the weight. He is the one that takes away the sin that weighs us down, that burdens us, that is heavy on us, so we can lift up our heads and say, glory to God in the highest. Alleluia. He is the one that takes on the weight, that lifts the sin, that lifts the burden, that lightens the load. You know, it's interesting, if you were to ask somebody, and I hear it often, some, especially somebody who's maybe been away from the sacrament of confession for, for decades, one of the ways they describe having gone to confession after many years, if you were to ask them, tell me how you feel, do you know what they'll say? It's like a weight has been lifted. It's been like something was on me, holding me back, and it's now gone. Now that begs this question, why is that the case? Why is it the case when you and I experience forgiveness of sin that it in fact feels like a burden or a weight has been lifted? Now we could answer that a couple ways. We could say, well, psychology says. We could answer and say, well, Catholic guilt says. No, no. Why is it the case that when we confess our sins, when we are forgiven, it feels like a weight has been lifted, a burden has been taken. Why is that the case? Because it's real. Because what God does in the sacraments is not make-believe pretend time. It's because it's real. And it's true for all the sacraments. Why is it that baptism, we say, washes away sin? Because it does. Why is it that we treat the Eucharist with such reverence? Because we profess and believe that it is the true God, the real presence of Christ, body, blood, soul, divinity. Why is it that we say, when a priest says, I absolve you from your sins, we actually believe that happens? Because it's true. And the sacraments are real. So as we begin, once again, this new year, if we're weighed down by sin, we have a way out. And his name is Jesus. And he is the Lamb of God who lifts the weight. Come to him. Behold him. He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world.